This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Jody Vanson for Simi Sarah, and it is a big news day. Once again, Sam Cooper, our investigative journalist at Global National, has unearthed something that is making our heads explode. A businessman connected to Asian organized crime allegedly allowed to buy a British Columbia government employee, uh, actually was allowed by a British Columbia government employee to buy part of a local casino. So someone connected to organized crime was allowed to buy into a local casino. That according to confidential RCMP reports obtained by Sam Cooper of Global News. Now, the confidential RCMP report also revealed that the BC government employee allegedly knowingly allowed this illegal transaction to take place, and he was later hired to work in a BC Lottery Corporation casino. These are not good dominoes at all. They reflect incredibly poorly to back in 2009 and our uh, provincial government at the time. Because an, an RCMP illegal gaming unit warned the BC government of this case and many other shocking allegations of corruption back in 2009. The unit was asking actively for more resources to fight organized crime infiltration of BC casinos. Instead, the BC government defunded and disbanded the provincially funded unit. How did this happen is our first and foremost question to our next guest, who we are very grateful made himself available on very short notice. BC Attorney General David Eby is on the line. Thank you for being with us, sir. Thanks for having me, Jody. When did you find out about Sam Cooper's exclusive on this subject? Um, actually, it was about a week ago, I guess, when he reached out for comment uh, from my office. Uh, but I've been aware of the issue of uh, the existence of this report and some of the allegations in it uh, from back in uh, 2009. Uh, and that it, it had been available to the previous government and that uh, the previous government had made the decision to defund the casino enforcement team despite receiving this report. So that issue was out there. In terms of the details, though, uh, Sam's uh, reporting has brought those uh, to the public uh, from this internal RCMP report that was provided to government. Was this 2009 report included in, in the uh, Peter German report? Uh, I believe that Mr. German uh, did consider this report as part of his work. Um, I know that uh, for myself, uh, for the allegations, uh, any allegations that I've received, that uh, people are either involved in organized crime, are engaged in criminal activity, and are either licensed to participate in gaming or have funded uh, casinos or whatever it is, uh, I have uh, tasked our regulator with looking into those uh, allegations to make sure that uh, that is not happening on our watch. Uh, and, you know, a, a good and uh, high-profile example of that is uh, the allegations coming out of the uh, Hastings race course uh, when I received notice from a whistleblower that uh, that person believed that there was inappropriate conduct happening there, that the regulator looked at it and then turned an investigation over to the Canadian Border Services Agency that then uh, took over the criminal and immigration investigation. So, Mr. Eby, if I may, do have you identified who this person who worked in the Lottery Corp allowed this to happen and then ended up working for the BC Casino? Have you identified this person? Uh, so, to the extent that the allegation... So, that, a couple things, Jody. First of all, this is a report prepared by the RCMP. The report itself doesn't spell out 
which uh, casino it is or who the individual is. And the report also says that there's another version of the report with more specific details that was provided to senior RCMP management in British Columbia directly and not provided outside the RCMP for reasons of operational security. If it is the uh, allegation that I'm thinking of, then yes, that has been looked at uh, in detail by our regulator in terms of whether there are any current issues with organized crime money or uh, people involved in organized crime uh, working in casinos. And uh, the answer is that that has, it's not an issue uh, currently. Um, as far as historic uh, records of anything related to that particular allegation, again, if it is the same one, because I'm not, I'm not certain about that, but if it is the same one, then uh, any contemporaneous records that the regulator had are no longer available because they've been shredded under document retention policies, not as part of some kind of great conspiracy, but that there's a 10-year document retention policy. And it is 2020, and this report is from 2009. But there seems to have been, unless it's happened on some level that is kept secret from the public, which would undermine public trust even further, uh, that there seems to have been no consequence for this person who turned a blind eye to legitimate organized crime infiltration into, sorry, organized crime infiltration into legitimate BC casinos. So there are a whole lot of questions that come out of the allegations that are in the report that Mr. Cooper has put forward. And um, I think it does give people some insight into some of the documentation that has been available to our government that maybe wasn't publicly available protected a report from the RCMP, but now it is publicly available, so I can talk about it a little bit more. Uh, but maybe people can understand now a little bit more why we're going to public inquiry on this. Uh, we believe that there are a number of people who are uh, former government employees, former regulator employees, uh, police, uh, and others that have information about what has been happening in BC casinos, how we got to the place where people could bring in laundry, uh, hockey bags of cash to our casinos. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and that those questions need to be answered. Um, the challenge that we have in government, obviously, is if the documents don't exist, if people are former government employees, uh, we can do our best to try to get the information, but we do have some restrictions around that. And I am assured by our regulator uh, that uh, as best as they can uh, be assured, there is no uh, current organized crime money in our casinos, and nobody uh, connects with organized crime. And as soon as they do get those allegations, they investigate them thoroughly, and they remove that person's registration to work in our casinos. So certainly this has been your mess to clean up, something that back in 2009, the BC Liberals were in power. What about consequences for those who, because there has to be some trail somewhere. Somebody knew something, and it, it just feels like there's no urgent consequence for anyone on this file, at least publicly at this point? Yeah, that is one. That is 100% um, my concern. Uh, whether it's the, the criminals dropping off the cash to folks who walked it into the casinos or uh, allegations that uh, government knew and didn't take action. I mean, why was it until 2017 when these kinds of bulk cash transactions were banned? Um, all of these issues, um, I think there has been a real lack of accountability and uh, we held off on a public inquiry because our hope was that there would be criminal investigations that would result in prosecutions of individuals. And when that didn't happen, when the prosecutions collapsed uh, under their own weight, uh, we went to public inquiry to hopefully answer those questions and bring some accountability. I think this report is probably just one example of a number of revelations for British Columbians about just how profound the issues were with the previous government's handling of some pretty serious problems 
uh, involving organized crime uh, in our casinos. Well, it's terrifying as as a British Columbian to know that there's loan sharking, extortion, murders, sex trade, child abuse has been our allegations in here. Not even to mention the fentanyl crisis that we're living in, our housing affordability crisis. It's all tied together, and we're looking at something now that was identified 11 years ago. Yeah, and and uh, an interest, and people should keep in mind that when that report was written, the activity had been taking place for a number of years. Um, so that, I mean, just to give you some uh, perspective on the length of time that this was allowed to continue, and and to be totally blunt, uh, Jody, I'm not convinced that uh, we have. Uh, successfully addressed all these issues with money laundering, uh, generally speaking, because I know for a fact uh, that uh, I have not received a single communication from either the federal government or the RCMP that they have increased resources uh, related to money laundering or this or organized crime investigations related to money laundering. Uh, following Peter German's report that there were no dedicated officers working on this issue, uh, and this despite an announcement of the intention of delivering funding to BC to increase those very resources. So. If there aren't police officers federally working on the transnational aspects of this, and if we uh, don't have reason to believe that those resources have been increased, even after a report said that there were no dedicated police working on this, I, I, you know, I, I think the public inquiry is going to be very helpful in a number of points, helping people understand how we got here, uh, reminding the federal government that they need to be stepping up and supporting the provincial government on this, given the international aspects of what's been happening here in BC. And also, if there are ongoing issues in our casino, if there are people that have information about that, they don't feel comfortable coming to me, they don't feel comfortable coming to the regulator, that they could go to the inquiry, provide that information, and provide it to all British Columbians so that we can clean this up. We need whistleblowers. We need them now. We need more like John Waugh and Sam Cooper digging this up. The frustration level, my inbox right now on my email as I sit here speaking with you, uh, Mr. Eby, is filling up. People, The public trust piece cannot be understated. Yeah, I think that's uh, going to be a critical function of the public inquiry is to dig into how this happened uh, and ensure that the measures that our government has taken uh, have addressed it. And if the measures that we've taken haven't addressed it, that uh, they set out a clear course for us to to fix it. Because uh, from my perspective, currently today at BC casinos, uh, there is nobody uh, that our regulator is aware of, unless they're under active investigation, that has a connection to organized crime. And if they are, they're losing their registration. And any casino's financing is carefully scrutinized to make sure it's not connected to organized crime. And we took the same approach with uh, cannabis as well. Mr. Evie, I thank you for your time. Thanks for having me, Jody.